Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, January 12th, 2022. I'm one of your host, Blessing, Adioye Jr. Joining me is Times Square's very own, the Nitro Rifle himself, twitch.tv slash Andy Cortez. Pleasure to be here with you, Bless. I'm, uh, I'm all, I saw your tweet this morning about how... Relationships aren't perfect, and me undies is celebrating... Okay, we're back, we're back. So I'm assuming our audio cut go. out. I was just talking about how Bless's tweet about <laughs> coffee puts you in a state uh, unlike any other. And I had my Starbucks this morning. I'm kind of getting more of a regular order. I got a vanilla something, vanilla something with a bunch of cinnamon. Oh, and it's really something. tasty. I love the vanilla something. Yeah, it's a vanilla hot one. Item. And it's, oh, here, oh, here I can read it. Um, gra- grand B-L-D-E. What does that stand for? Grand B-L-D-E. B-L- B-L-D-E, bold, blonde, 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 Blonde. that's what it was, a blonde vanilla latte, and I got cinnamon powder and almond milk, and one pump of white mocha. Wait, Andy, are you just, you just taking risks every time you order Starbucks? No, 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 no. You have a consistent order? Yeah, you're scaring me, bud. Well, no, because I've, we talked about it before, I've, I'm more of an adventurer, because I don't, I never had a set thing, and I feel like this is the only thing I've ever felt set about in my life. And now I'm getting more and more consistent with it. And I think this is going to be the go-to, Kevin. Mm. I think this is the mm. one, Bless. It's, it's wild how much coffee can turn around my day. Because I've had those days where, usually if I'm not hosting a KFGD, I don't fuck with the coffee. Just because, like, I don't need it, right? If I'm not on something at 10 a.m. Or if I'm not, even, if I'm not prepping a show by 8 a.m. like I'm doing, by, doing for a KFGD. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll just let the I'll just let the energy of the day bring me forward, right? By the time I'm on a show at noon. And what I realize is that like those are my suckiest days. Uh like this morning, I was just hanging out, you know, doing my thing. I was sitting down, prepping a little bit of KFGD, and then like halfway through prepping, that's usually when I go and get my uh, do my coffee run. Mm-hmm. You know, usually it's by like 8 39. I'm like, okay, cool, let's take a break. Let's go on my coffee run. Let's get my uh iced coffee with no cream, just you, sweet. You driving? You driving somewhere? I'm driving. Yep. Cool. I, I like cool. driving be- I like driving because like I like getting outside. It's my yeah, it's an excuse smart, to go outside, smart, especially yeah. during the pandemic, right? Like, I feel like I have less excuses, and that fucks with, with the amount of vitamins I'm getting from the sun, all that shit. Mm-hmm. And so I drive to the Starbucks that's in Safeway. Uh, and, I, dude, I'm looking crusty as hell in, in, in of the course, Safeway. Yeah. Let me tell you, I, I had the thought this Wait, morning. Why don't, you just, why don't you just drive to the actual Starbucks that's a block away from there? It's like it's, an extra block. It's an extra block. Kevin, it's nice that's like, a know. lot. But I it's mean, like, you're a, talking it's about like gas a mileage. Real, it's like that's a an real ex- Starbucks. That's an extra block can, of danger. Something can, can happen on the way there. I, I guess. I just like really the idea of being in a real Starbucks versus the like Safeway Starbucks. Well, the same in the Safeway Starbucks know me at this point. That's the thing is I have a rapport with the people there. But it's the thing of I don't put much effort into like how I look uh, nowadays. Just because I've given up. You know, before <laughs> in the before days when I cared a little bit, I'll put on socks. I'm not even putting on socks anymore. Holy I'm like shit. <laughs> I'm slipping. I'm in my sweatpants. I'm slipping. I'm slipping on my shoes. Fuck the socks. And I'm walking in there. And I had the thought this morning because there was somebody that was kind of like they were eyeing eyeing me a little bit. And I was like, what's what's up with this guy? And then in my head, I was like, fuck. Are they kind of funny best friend? And then I was like, fuck. Are they a KFBF that's seeing me in this in this state where I just don't give a fuck about my appearance (laughs) right now because I'm just here for my coffee? And like I I had that thought on my way back. I was like, fuck. What have I done? I think not going I think going sockless isn't even a I don't care about my appearance it's more of a I don't care. <laughs> like <laughs> that's uh, that's a different level of I was not expecting the bare minimum to be I don't even want to wear socks cuz that's a comfort thing. I don't like that yeah. feels gross to me. I don't I Is can't do that. Is it the effort of actually putting them on that you're just like fuck that noise? I'm just trying to cut out as many steps in the process sure. as possible. Okay. And so I'm like socks fuck them you know mm-hmm. like if i'm I'll, dude face. i'll be wearing like my pajama shirt and i'm like 
I'll just throw a sweatshirt over this. I don't care. Now, or I'll even I'll even rock the kind of funny like uh, a uh, jacket, which I'm gonna call it. Have you thought about instead of going to just Starbucks, like there's a coffee shop not too far away from you. Why not just go there? Which one are you talking about? I mean, I don't want to give names. I don't know how you feel about that. No, yeah, don't give names. But yeah, I don't yeah, give yeah. names. Don't give names. There probably is one. Yeah. That I'm that, that is around me. I've just not gone. I've just not done the effort of like right, figuring right. out. I think it's also the thing of I used to do McDonald's until I realized that the that the um the iced caramel coffee that I would get from McDonald's it was hitting different in a way that I wasn't appreciating. And then I went to Starbucks, and the Starbucks iced coffee hit perfect. And I was like, cool. I know they they have the formula down perfect. It's like the Krabby Patty uh, from Krusty Krab, right? It's the perfect formula. They got it down. This is my go-to. And I you know I know that the sugar you were right. taking in the morning wasn't good for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. It was, dude. It was doing something else to me. I don't know what what's in that uh, that iced coffee from from uh, McDonald's. Whatever it is, it ain't good. <laughs> it is not good. It is not good, Andy. But enough about that let's talk about some video game news let's talk let's about today's stories which include god of war on pc the review embargo is up stalker has gotten delayed and there's more to talk about because this is kind of funny games daily each and every week at 10 a.m live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about if you're watching live you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong if you don't want to watch live you can watch later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosteeth.com or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games <laughs> daily remember you can use epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel to be a part of the show to patreon.com slash kind of funny games with bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad free with the exclusive daily post show housekeeping for you before, before, before i even get into housekeeping I, I like i was going on a story with my coffee run and i forgot where the story was going i didn't even get I, there. I think you were just worried about being seen in public by by somebody I yes. th- what, was that what it was well I, that, that was part of it the other part of it was me talking about how much the coffee turned around my day because let me tell you before i had the coffee i was like in low-key depression mode i was like man oh. Oh, man the, the days all are all the same it's all blending together the pandemic is what's getting the to point me. of life yeah. i was the what's the point anymore and let me tell you once once the coffee hit my system and when i took a big gulp of coffee as soon as i got this thing in my hands this morning i was in my car just today specifically you were like today specifically kevin i mean I'm hearing Buzz talk. It sounds like he's on his fifth one right now. Like this is yeah. insanity right now. Well, I think it, I think it is the way that I downed the coffee when I first got. Got it. it. Okay. Um, just but no, like it's straight down. Yeah. These are a lot of days before I had my coffee. Once I had my coffee, I was like, "Man, life is great." <laughs> you know, like I was listening to I was listening to a Drake song and I was like relating to the lyrics a little bit too hard. You know, I was like, oh, man. there was a, a line where he was like, uh, my life's a completed checklist. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, Drake, you know what? I'm feeling that my life's a completed checklist, too. I've made it. I've done all the things I wanted Much to do. Already. That kind of funny. I was feeling like really good about life as soon as I downed the coffee. And so, That's uh, good. Oh, I took that, that as a negative. I took I took the quote, the 2022 quote from Blessing Adelio Jr. of I was in the car relating to Drake lyrics a little too much. No, I, was, uh, I, I took that as was, a negative. Sad. It was thing. the hype Drake. That's a good point. Got there's it. there's okay. two Drakes. Yeah, there's the sad Drake. But no, I'm talking about like hyped. Like I'm gonna talk about how rich I am to make you okay. feel poor, Drake. That was the Drake cool. I was. Okay. I was. I was relating to you. Forbes thirty and there. I was feeling myself. Got it. Got it. Yeah, it was okay. great. It was great. Uh, housekeeping for you. Gamescast is recording today, and it's our Game of the Year episode. Uh, you can tune in live on Patreon at 12.30 p.m. Pacific time to catch the episode or watch it as it goes live for everyone tomorrow on YouTube.com slash games and on podcast services around the globe. And it's going to be a really exciting episode because not only do we have the Gamescast cast on it, we have an expanded cast of oh, hosts. Yeah. Because we're bringing in the X-Cast host and we're bringing in the PS I Love You host. And I know what you're thinking. Aren't you on the shows already? When I say PS I Love You host, I'm talking about Janet Garcia. I'm talking about Paris is coming through. I'm talking about Stillback Mike. It's going to be a good time. We've all gotten our votes in for Game of the Year. And so tune into the episode to see what we crown as the best game of 2021. I'm really ex- blessed. I'm super stoked. I When I had gotten back, I think I may have been the last one to submit my, my stuff to Barrett because I was in the process of flying mm. back over here to San Francisco and I submitted my top 10 to Barrett. And then I had something happen to me that made me change the top 10. And then Barrett looked at me and was like, first off, he licked his lips, first off. Mm. Licked his lips and he was like, that changes things. And I got, <laughs> I got really excited. 
I got oh. really excited. Oh, you changed. Yeah, you put Returnal higher, didn't you? <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, Who knows? I hope so. I hope so. I had, thoughts, yeah. I had the thought earlier, uh, a couple days ago, actually. I was like, man, I wonder how late is too late to get a change in to Barrett. Because I finished ending right B. now. I just I finished ending B of Near Replicant. Maybe I could t text Barrett. I finished, <laughs> and this isn't going to change anything <laughs> on our list because nobody else played Near Replicant here. No, but I finished no. ending B, and I was like, shit, man, this changes things on my personal I, list. This is a fucking great dude, game. This is, this is hilarious because Mike was talking about like putting in his vote, uh, and he was like, yeah, and then Barrett said something about like, Huh, this changes things. I would love it if Barrett just to everyone when they turn stuff is was like, oh shit, this changes things. <laughs> That'd be really great, honestly. That'd be a great bit from Barrett. I absolutely love that. Thank you to our Patreon producers, James Davis at James Davis Makes, Blackjack, and Pranksy. Today are brought to you by MeUndies, DoorDash, and Chime, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Rope Report. It's time for some news. We have six stories today. A baker's dozen. Do you know what I'm most excited about when it comes to our game of the year episode is that I have no idea what's winning. There are like five different games that I could pitch as like, oh yeah, I bet we all went uh, went this route. But it's the thing of like, you know, Deathloop. Multiple of us either didn't play Deathloop. Right? Like, I don't think Tim played that much of Deathloop. And I know multiple other people that didn't play that much of that game. Halo Infinite. Greg didn't play Halo Infinite. Right, like uh, Metroid Dread. It's like, like, what? What is the game that's gonna win? Who knows? Hard, you have to tune in to see. Oh, I game. can't wait. Did you give up you on Metroid Dread? Hard. I mean, I didn't give up on it, but I'm on like the second like time you meet the fucking robot that's chasing you, and I just keep screaming. Mm. Yeah, you just gotta run away, homie. You don't got. You can't fight it. <sighs> yeah, no, I'm not no good at the buttons. Go. I'm not good at the buttons. Oh yeah, the buttons. Yeah, when there's buttons, that's tough. Mm. Yeah. But buttons are a difficult thing about video games. Also, mm -hmm. some people in chat are saying Life is Strange, and that's another one where it's like the the folks the 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 ones of us here who have played Life is Strange adore Life is Strange, but I think there are more people who haven't played it because like you're talking about me, Greg, and Janet at that point, and I think Barrett, I think also played it, but I don't know if it's high on Barrett's list. And you are know? you gonna and and are are you blessing or are are you Janet and Greg the ones who played Life is Strange gonna pull an Imran and tank? The Last of Us Two, in order to fuck up the rankings, are you mm. gonna put? I'll put Life is Strange at number one in order to, like, you know, really weigh out mm. the results. I mean, shit. I'm not. Crazy. See, I'm not that kind of voter. I just put in my 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 honest list. You know, the, the way it is unchanged. That's why again, I have New Replicant on that thing. Nobody else played New Replicant. That game is not gonna be on our official list. But hey, you know, it's true to me. That's how I go about it. If other people want to play games, Greg Miller, Janet Garcia go for it because you know i'll be very happy to see life strange get number one on our list but i digress let's talk about our story number one god of war on pc has a review embargo that is up i got a review roundup for you and also andy cortez has played some god of war on pc and so i'm going to pick your brain about it but i want to start off with metacritic right now sitting at a 93 i'm going to jump to jordan midler at vgc who gave it five stars and says it's hard to overstate how much better the pc release of god of war feels when compared to its console counterpart God of War always felt somewhat visually ahead of its time on the PlayStation 4. On original release, its inconsistent frame issues, coupled with the fact that, it's, that running the game at a smooth 60 was basically fantasy, marred what was an aesthetically enriching experience. Now that PC players can finally experience 4K visuals at a rock-solid 60 frames per second and beyond, beyond, playing God of War on PC feels like you're watching your favorite film on pristine film print, having only view, ever viewed it previously on pirate DVD. God of War on PC is the definitive way to play an absolutely essential game. It's never looked better, bringing into sharp relief an art style that's colorful, brutal, and incredibly inventive with practically faultless performance, even on a machine that isn't at the absolute bleeding edge of PC technology. Even if you've played God of War on the PS4, it's more than worth going back to for another trip up the mountain. And then Morgan Park at PC Gamer gave it a 90 out of 100 and says, My second God of War playthrough was my best playthrough, and it had everything to do with the higher frame rate I enjoyed with this PC port. Like Days Gone and Horizon Zero Dawn before it, God of War flies on a good PC. On an RTX 3060 at 1920 by 1080, I was able to crank up the target FPS to 90 and mostly stay there with NVIDIA DLSS set to quality. I noticed things got a little choppier during doorway transitions to the open world lake area, but the frames would, would steady after a while. 
God of War also runs fine without DLSS, though at this point, NVIDIA's upscaling tech has gotten so good, I'm not sure why you'd ever flip it off when it's available. Little issues that plagued earlier versions of DLSS, like that weird ghosting effect you'd see on small floating powder particles are cleaned up nowadays and what's left is an ai assisted upscaled image that i can hardly discern from a native 1080p image the magic trick may be less maybe maybe a less convincing uh maybe less convincing if you scale it down to balanced or ultra performance but quality is a safe bet for 1080p gaming andy cortez does your experience with god of war on pc relate to these ones Absolutely. This is one of the better PC ports I've tried out in in quite some time. I don't know if we necessarily count Guardians of the Galaxy as a PC port. I mean, I, I know it came out with the rest of the projects. I guess I normally talk about PC ports when it comes to a console game being released several years later on a PC. Uh, but Jetpack Interactive handled this port and it runs phenomenally well. I have a RTX 3080, so I certainly have the hardware to run it well, but God dang, it sings. I think one of the coolest things about it, Bless, is that you can swap between low graphics, high graphics, ultra graphics, and original graphics. And the original oh. graphics are what you would see on the PS4 Pro. Um, and you can kind of get a really quick, easy A-B comparison between what it would look like on a PS4 Pro versus what it would look like uh, currently running on your, you know, your RTX 3070, 3080, or whatever, with DLSS on... Um, higher, uh, you know, higher textures. We're talking better environment, sort of like fog and, and things of that nature. It is one of the nicer PC ports I've played in a long time. I've been averaging about 120 frames a second. And it, you know, again, with DLSS on, it does such a great job. This is not a sponsored thing, by the way, but I, I love the tech. And it does such a great job with maintaining the game's performance um yeah this this game rules and i can't wait to fully replay it uh now that i've because i've kind of just dabbled in the intro sequences quite a bit um well, I mean, and dabbling what's it been like so far like has it has it been the god of war 2018 game that you remember oh of course yeah yeah i mean it still holds it, up it's still oh totally it, it mm -hmm. uh, playing it through that intro bless and just seeing these performances being captured and you know, you knew you were playing something special at the time, and it's even more so evident uh, after several years of kind of being able to look back on it. Um, yeah, performance runs incredibly well. This is a total win for PC players who generally don't play console games. You get to play one of the best games ever made, I think, on PC now at whatever specs you prefer. It runs great. I haven't tried ultra-wide support yet. I should try that. I tried that out on uh horizon zero dawn's pc port which got a recent update and now it, that runs a lot smoother with dlss um i tried that on ultra wide but i haven't tried god of war on ultra wide yet and i definitely need to give that a shot yeah i got to i booted up a little bit this morning after i read these reviews because these reviews are super glowing and even as you look at other reviews that are out online now uh Everybody has very glowing things to say about God of War on PC. And upon booting it up, you know, I immediately was like, oh, let's fucking go. As I saw, like, the as I saw the, the game fill my widescreen, right? Yeah. Like, that alone was enough to make me go, oh, yeah, like, this is a nice perk, right? To get to play this game in widescreen like this on my widescreen monitor. Um, but then also, like, the game, of course, looks gorgeous, right? And it's the thing of it's God of War. And for me, the main reason why I want to hop in is has less so to do with just the pc port itself and more so another reason to go back to god of war 2018 because i'm sure me like i'm sure plenty of other people did you know i i the game came out and i binged it right i could not wait for god of war 2018 i saw the reviews and i was like oh let's fucking go and i played that game and beat it in like a week but sadly i've not gone back since because i've not really had a reason to go, to go back since right it's not like they've been dropping dlc or that uh there's been multiple reasons to go back to the game and so for me this is a great reason to go back i'm sure plenty of people are going to treat it as a great reason to go back and re-experience the game once again uh and all the all of what they're talking about in the reviews have me hyped the thing that makes me sad is that i don't have uh nvidia right i'm rocking a, a different uh graphics processor and so like i'm not going to get those benefits of dlss and all that but you know regardless still looking forward to it it so still sounds really exciting yeah definitely runs really well if any you're in for a treat pc gamers uh you're in for a damn treat and uh yeah i was part of the review crew back in the day when we reviewed it on gamescast so i was part of the ones reviewing it before embargo uh and then we got to 
do that really awesome. Still one of my favorite pieces of content we've done at Kind of Funny where we did the spoiler cast with Corey Barlog and talked a lot of story tidbits and also just development uh, behind the scenes sort of things happening at Sony Santa Monica. And uh, yeah, this is a game that I haven't ever gone back and fully replayed. And now this is the perfect excuse to. Hell yeah. Andy, speaking of PlayStation, we got some breaking news. Sony's Fire Sprite has taken over the Twisted Metal reboot as MotorStorm director has been hired. This is Andy Robinson at Video Games Chronicle. PlayStation's newly acquired Fire Sprite Studio has taken over Lucid Games' unannounced Twisted Metal reboot and poached its game director, VGC Understands. VGC reported earlier this week that Destruction All-Star Studio Lucid has had ceased development on a reboot of the classic car combat series. We now understand that UK-based Fire Sprite, which was acquired by Sony last year, is the developer uh, which has taken over the Twisted Metal project. It's unclear why Sony has decided to move to the project to the, its new first-party studio, but it's worth noting that Lucid and Fire Sprite are located barely 15 minutes from each other in Liverpool, UK, <laughs> and there's now evidence of staff moving over. So there you go. As spotted by a Reset Era user, Matt Southern, the director of various MotorStorm games, plus the, the original pitcher uh, for Drive Club, has, has this month left his role as game director at Lucid to take on the same role at Fire Sprite. It's unclear if Southern was working on Lucid's Twisted Metal project or if he'll be working on the franchise at his new employer. Uh, Fire Sprite has multiple projects in production, including the newly announced PlayStation VR, VR 2 game, Horizon Call of the Mountain. Uh, and this one, you know, I like, I like the, I like the clarification on it. This is, this is one that we speculated about a couple days ago. And I mean, I, I think it was me that came down on, well, it's either Fire Sprite or London studio. And I think Fire Sprite just makes more sense as Fire Sprite is now one of PlayStation's biggest developers over there in Europe. Uh, and they probably have a lot of bandwidth, right? I think the big question was, Hey, is Fire Sprite focused solely on VR since they're working on Horizon and they're coming off of making other VR games? But now that they have Twisted Metal in their hands, it seems like, no, that studio is going to expand to making even more projects outside of VR, which I think is, is super exciting. That's pretty neat. I mean, I, I think uh, a lot of this news is still super early, and I guess we will look forward to hearing more about this game in about two, a year and a half to two years, <laughs> maybe a little bit further down the line development-wise. Or maybe... Fire Sprite is picking up on development uh, and taking over what was already produced. Uh, maybe there are some things that were made uh, by uh, Lucid, but um, yeah, we'll wait and see. I again, I don't. I feel like it's always when I'm hosting the show with you, blessed that we get news about Twisted Metal, and I have very little yeah. in the conversation. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I noticed <laughs> so that too. Right? Little. We always get the Twisted Metal news. Such uh, a few amount of things to say. <laughs> I mean, I do have the question of like, what the fuck is then happening at Lucid if they're losing people to Fire Sprite and they're coming off of Destruction All Stars, which wasn't great, and having this project stripped from from them. I'm curious how much more, if any more, we see from Lucid Games. That's, that's kind of like a scary, turbulent event to go through. Um, but yeah, like I, I also, I also think it's interesting that like I still have the question of what is the plan with this Twisted Metal game? Is it really going to come out next year around the same time as the show? Is that still going to be be the plan? You know, it doesn't have to be for Twisted Metal. I don't immediately jump to the biggest budget. Like I don't immediately jump to like a huge ass scope, right? I. I, this game is probably going to be a game that is going to be an ongoing online, hey, we're going to put this thing out and grow it with the audience type of experience. But even then, they're working on a, on a pretty quick turnaround if the plan is to have this out by summer 2023. And so I'm, I'm curious to see how that goes. Yeah, well, uh, never a great thing to suddenly lose a bunch of employees to a different studio. Um, we'll see what, yeah, their next projects, we'll see what's in the makings for them, but they did tweet out eight hours ago that they are looking to grow their team. Um, Ooh. so yeah. possibly working on something else, maybe destruction all-stars too, bless. We'll have to see. Let's Probably jump in not. to our actual, hopefully not destruction all-stars too. Mm -hmm. That's, that's my other thing is that the, in the report that, that came out on Monday, it was said that. Uh, Lucid is no longer working on Twisted Metal because of the poor performance of Destruction All-Stars. And it's weird to me that that is a decision that got made recently as opposed to back earlier in the year when it was obvious that Destruction All-Stars wasn't going to perform. Like We knew as soon as Destruction All-Stars came out that that game just didn't have the stuff and that people weren't flocking to it like that, especially coming out as a PS Plus game for free that, you know, there's little, there's little excuse if you have the, if you have a PS5 to not be able to play destruction all-stars right like that should be a game that because it's available to everyone should be able to s sustain itself theoretically and the fact that 
it still came out to a thud, even being free for PS Plus uh, members. That's wild. And I, this seems like a decision that should have been made a while ago. So the fact that it only got made recently, seemingly according to the reports, it's pretty wild to me. Um, and make, yeah, it may, also makes me think that there's more there. It, it is one of those weird things where you wonder if Sony just really desperately wants to get in that Twisted Metal game because of the TV show and have those two things working uh, together. But it, I don't know. This reminds me of like, it, here's this car combat game that failed. Let's try out another car combat game, but with a more familiar name. Is that going to really, you know, mar be a marker of success for it? You know, this 3D platform we put up failed. Let's throw the Super Mario name on it and hopefully it does better. Like I just it just seems like a weird but uh, that's not a great comparison, but I just don't understand. I don't think it's the necessarily the name. It, maybe it's just the genre. Maybe it's because was Destruction All-Stars really that bad or was it just not anything to really write home about, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a combination of the genre and the game not living up where play I, I i did hop into destruction all-stars and i just didn't have fun with it right and like I, I i i think there's stuff you can do with it i think the game looked cool the game had a cool style the game had i think some promising stuff around uh, uh in certain parts of it you know like it's a game that i could see performing if they actually got the core gameplay right if the game was actually fun and actually spoke to people but i think they missed out on that core thing and if you miss out on that and also you're already in a genre that just isn't thriving that people don't flock to you know it's not like hyperscape where hyperscape the main fault of hyperscape is that hyperscape just didn't have the stuff but i know i was ex excited for hyperscape i think you were excited for hyperscape mm -hmm. when we were when we were leading up to that i knew i know other people that were excited for hyperscape and i think that's just purely off the promise of oh it's a new battle royale arena based has some interesting ideas cool we're excited for it because that's our genre and plenty of people are are looking for games in that genre destruction all-stars already exists as a car combat game which are now few and far between in our all the bygone era it does that and also just didn't do anything interesting which i think led to it falling flat and i also see people mentioning in the chat that like you know it being on ps5 didn't help it as well talking about numbers and yeah but there's i think it's also the thing of like Sony at that point knew how many PS5s there were going to be out there, right? Like chip shortage, yeah, is affecting PS5, but I think we're seeing it affect things more in the long term now that we are over a year past the release of the PS5. In month three or month two, month three or two of the PS5 being out there, those numbers were going to be those numbers, right? Like those were the and PlayStation and Sony know how many PS5s are going to be out there. And so they're they're adjusting those numbers accordingly and, under, and and putting that game out knowing what that sphere is. That game still didn't perform even with those ex expectations, which, you know, I think it goes beyond it just being a PS5-only uh, game, right? Well, I think it, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's got to be a decision that's made before all of Sony's recent sort of uh, rhetoric and thoughts on cross-generation gaming um you know this yeah. was closer to a launch title than not um and, and, it's a, and it's a game that was going to come out at full price if you remember this was a game that was going to be a paid game at the launch of the ps5 and at the last minute they delayed it for a few months and then put it out at, on ps plus that should have been the thing that saved that game because if that game came out at full price at the launch of the ps5 it would be there would be even less like less to talk about with that game in terms of performance right that game that, that game would, would have came out on even like more of a thud than it already did the fact that it that they adjusted in that way and it was still a thud i think speaks volumes to what that game was yeah and again wild that it was one of those only ps5 games that like chat was mentioning earlier mm. that again i think this was before back when all we heard from sony was hey we believe in generations and you're going to get PS5 games. We're not going to do any of this cross stuff and lower the quality of what could be a PS5 only game. And I think a lot of the a lot of the decision of making Destruction All-Stars was likely behind that sort of thought process of, hey, let's release this game that's probably not going to be super great and not have a big player base on one of the most rare consoles you can get right now. Yeah. Let's hop into the next news story. Story number two, Stalker 2 has been delayed to December. This is Andy Chalk at PC Gamer. Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, the long-awaited new addition to GSC Game World's cult shooter series, has been delayed. The studio said today that instead of arriving in April as planned, the game is now slated to launch on December 8th. Their statement reads as follows. Stalkers, 
we have made a decision to postpone the release of Stalker 2 Heart of Chernobyl to December 8th, 2022. These additional seven months of development are needed to fulfill our vision and achieve the desired state of the game. Stalker 2 is the biggest project in the history of GSC, and it requires thorough testing and polishing. We are convinced that the development should take as long as necessary, especially in the case of such a project. This decision is not an easy one, but we are doing the best possible uh, to deliver deliver you a game that can live up to expectations. With more information, updates, and showcases coming, we have an exciting and an important year ahead. Thank you for your patience and understanding. With love, GSC Game World Team. Andy, is this one that surprises you? Um, I mean, I'm not surprised by any delay nowadays. I, I did see Paris being pretty bummed out about this delay because it really messed up his fantasy critic <laughs> uh, release window, I guess. I'm not really sure how the rules work uh, in that yeah. fantasy he's on, league. He's but... on thin ice. As long as it comes out in 2022, he's still good. But now, okay. December, oh, that's kind of close. close. That's kind of We're getting close. close. I mean, a, a seven-month delay is always is always better than like a two-month delay because I always feel like those are a little bit more worrisome. Uh, but that's a nice chunky delay, and hopefully they can get whatever they need to get done. Um, just like Iwata says, delay that shit now. It's just gonna rock later. Hell yeah, hell yeah, mm -hmm. exactly like Wada says, and I mm -hmm. and I agree. I think delaying it seven months for polishing and figuring things out is all is. I mean, I wouldn't say it's always good news, but it's definitely it's it's definitely the better scenario in terms of between that or releasing a game that comes out and is broken and is unfinished and it's unpolished. Right? We've learned with previous games that like just because something gets delayed doesn't mean it's always gonna come out still super polished. Right? In the case of something like Cyberpunk and other games, but. It does imbue hope that hey, at least they're at, at least they're taking their time, and at least they're making decisions to help make this game better um, than it would have been if they just decided to pull the plug and go, all right, push it out. It is what it is. We'll get the money and like see how people react to it later. No, it's a, it's a good thing that they're delaying. How many how many publishers and and developers do you think point to Cyberpunk as uh, as an example? Oh man, I think a lot now. I, I think we're seeing games be delayed more freely. One, because of the pandemic and a lot of shit is uncontrollable. But I do think if it wasn't for Cyberpunk, we would be in a timeline where a few more games would have released Undercooked in a way that it's like, oh, man, really? Like, this game definitely isn't ready. I think we're seeing more games get pushed because or more games feel feel comfortable with pushing because of Cyberpunk interesting yeah, yeah. I, I i always wonder like you know what are the publishers thinking in those moments and are they a little bit more receptive to the idea of, dele of delaying more games uh yeah it's interesting yeah because like i the cyberpunk that game came out and was a story right like one of the biggest news stories of the year if not maybe the biggest news story of the year i guess that bridge two years because that was like 21 2021 or no 2020 2020 going into 2021 um but that was a huge thing right that like fucked up pr fucked up them being on the playstation store because of the way that they reacted to it fucked up you know the the pristine branding of cd project red and how they were known for greatness that game the state that it came out in fucked up so much in a way that could have been avoided if they held off and went hey we still need way more time and delayed that thing and i think it is a very easy example it is the biggest example you can point to right now if you're a developer and you're like yo this this shit is not coming together the way we need it on time to go look at what happened with cyberpunk 2077 you are fumbling the bag if you put this game out right now uh and actually being heard in saying that and so yeah let's move on to story number three kirby and the forgotten lands is coming in march i'm pulling from ash parish at games no not games in your shop is at i think the verge i'm going to double check that as i'm reading horizon zero kirby better known by its official title kirby and the forgotten lands launches on march 25th and has a new trailer showing off the game's co-op features and all the cool powers you'll be able to suck out the local fauna the trailer showcases two new abilities kirby can learn using the power of vor drill and ranger with Drill, Kirby can dive underground, dodging attacks and sur surprise enemies from below. The Ranger ability gives Kirby a blunderbuss that he can use to snipe enemies from afar. Kirby in the Forgotten Lands features a town populated by Waddle Dees, 
Kirby saves, the more waddles he rescues, the more amenities and mini games are unlocked in the town. Kirby can... amenities, <laughs> yeah, amenities. I love, I love a lot of. He's got a washer dryer in unit now. <laughs> Kirby can moonlight at the Waddle Dee Cafe, serving up delicious treats quickly and to the right patrons to beat the high score. There's also fishing and gotcha games Kirby can play. The journey through the Forgotten Lands can be solo or local co-op, with a second player taking command of Bandana Waddle Dee. As somebody who doesn't play Kirby, this feels like a ridiculous news story to read out loud. Yeah, yeah. Though there is no online co-op, yeah. yeah, thank you. <laughs> Though there is no online co-op, players can connect online to see interesting stats like the most used copy copy ability or how many Waddle Dees players have saved. Kirby in the Forgotten Lands releases on the Nintendo Switch March twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. This year also marks Kirby's thirtieth anniversary, which is really exciting. It's interesting watching near the end of the trailer, because uh, for the rest of sort of this new trailer that Nintendo just released showing off the copy abilities and co-op on the Nintendo YouTube channel. It seems like uh, the first third of the, the first two thirds of the trailer just looks like any other 3d platformer. And I'm wondering, damn, didn't that last, didn't the reveal trailer have a, a much different distinctive tone? <laughs> like we were calling it the last of us Kirby with, you know, yeah. having all these dilapidated torn down cities and civilizations and near the end of the trailer, we get a bit more of a hint of that. So I was watching the trailer. I'm just wondering the whole time, where are the broken down cities and all that shit? So uh, it looks like those are still very much a part of it. But for the rest of it, it kind of just looks like a really cute 3D platformer um, with neat little bad guys. And it also just looks a lot prettier than what we've seen from other Nintendo trailers. And I wonder if that's just maybe the way it was rendered out. But it seems a lot cleaner of a look. Uh, compared to like Pokemon Legends Arceus, uh, yeah. the way the visuals look in that trailer. Yeah, I think I, I think part of that might be art style because I really like the art style of this new Kirby game. As somebody, as, as I mentioned earlier, right, like I don't really play Kirby at all. Uh, I want to play Forgotten Lands because I think the game looks really cool. And to your point, like it, it's a really pretty looking game and a different looking Kirby game. Usually with Kirby games, I'm so used to them looking like very fluffy. I like I liked the, the art style of like. Um, what was it? Kirby Epic Yarn, I think it was what it was called. The the yarny art style I thought looked really cool. But like for the most part, when I see Kirby games, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, this looks like a platformer. This looks like a 2D platformer. There's not really much there that usually grabs me with Kirby. But for Kirby and the Forgotten Lands, it seems like they're doing a lot more with it. And the like the post-apocalyptic vibe of this game seems really cool seems really different i i think the last of comparisons are great and hilarious and like even i think uh when the the trailer originally released i remember saying that like yo this looks like near automata right this looks like a, a, yeah. a, a near game and even <laughs> the article you know she jokes and and says horizon uh zero kirby and also i should mention that the article is from the verge uh ash parish from the verge but she mentions horizon zero kirby and i'm like yeah dude this game looks like a different kirby game in a way that speaks to me art style wise i think the art style looks awesome i think the gameplay even sh shown in the trailer looks really cool and i love that there's co-op i love all the stuff that they're showing and it makes me actually want to check this one out and so good for kirby yeah you know what else is good patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can go to get the show ad free and speaking of ads let us tell you about our sponsors relationships aren't perfect and me undies is celebrating our imperfectly perfect matches with their new valentine's day collection i don't have to read the ad anymore i can just tell you i'm wearing me undies ladies and gentlemen always have been always well you know i not always i guess but what happened is i had a bunch of underwear i didn't like that much and then i tried a couple pairs of me undies and i was like these are amazing and i ordered a whole bunch of me undies and now it's all i wear and i am due for more maybe i'll do it here back to the ad gifting underwear for valentine's day Wow, real groundbreaking. Express your one-of-a-kind relationship when you match your bottom half to your better half in fun limited edition prints. And if you're single, don't worry. You can mingle in matching pairs with your friends or even get dog hoodies and buddy bands to match your four-legged pal. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For a limited time, only get 25% off your first order of matching pairs for Valentine's Day. And... As a first-time purchaser, you can also get 15% off in free shipping right now to your door. To get 25% off matching pairs, 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. That's MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. 
Guess what I use all the time, ladies and gentlemen? DoorDash. That's right. I come down here. I record the shows. I come upstairs. Jen's taking care of our newborn. Is a three-month-old? Our three-month-old. And guess what? We're both too tired to make food, so we order on DoorDash. We do it all the time, and you should too. You've got back-to-back meetings, errands to run, and chores to take care of. What's the secret to clearing your to-do list? A little help from DoorDash. Along with the restaurants you love, you can now get groceries and other essential items delivered to your door with DoorDash. Get drinks, snacks, and other household items in under an hour. With over 300,000 partners, you can support your neighborhood go-tos. Choose from your favorite national chains like Popeye's, Chipotle, and Cheesecake Factory. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when they download, that's you, download the DoorDash app and enter the code GAMES2021. That's 25% off, up to a $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code GAMES2021. Don't forget, that code is GAMES2021 for 25% off your first order with DoorDash, subject to change. Terms apply. Kick off 2022 with a better checking account with no monthly fees, no overdraft fees, no foreign transaction fees, and no service fees. Get all that and then some with Chime, an award-winning app and debit card. They've also got over 60,000 fee-free in-network ATMs all over the place, like at most Walgreens, 7-Elevens, or CVSs. You can access your money when you need it, where you need it. Make sure you make the first good decision of the new year and join over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash KF Games. That's Chime.com slash KF Games. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members, FDIC. Get fee-free transactions at a MoneyPass ATM in a 7-Eleven location and at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Otherwise, out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Sometimes pay-anyone instant transfers can be delayed. The recipient must use a valid debit card or be a Chime member to claim funds. Story number four. uh, Xbox Series S and X has hit 1 million UK sales in a strong December. This is Christopher Dring at GamesIndustry.biz. 560,000 games consoles were sold in December in the UK, which generated just short of 200 million I'm going to say pounds. I'm going to say that's the pounds symbol. Yeah, it, yeah. That's it. Yeah. GamesIndustry.biz can reveal. According to GFK's uh, panel data, it was another massive month for Nintendo Switch, which saw a 6% increase in console sales over November. November had already been a big month for Nintendo's machine due to a significant Black Friday activity. Uh, yeah, due to significant Black Friday activity around a new Mario Kart 8 Deluxe bundle. As a result, Switch was the number one console of December. Just behind Nintendo was the Xbox Series S and X consoles, which enjoyed a bumper 108% increase in sales month on month. In fact, it is the biggest month yet for Xbox Series X and S, even beating its launch month in November 2020. The increase was driven by a significant increase in stock of the X version of the console. There have now been over 1 million Xbox Series consoles sold in the UK since its launch in November 2020, GFK says. It means PS5 slips to third position this month, but it was still a successful sales period for Sony's platform, which enjoyed a 28% increase in sales compared with November. It was the second biggest month for the PS5 and the biggest outside of its launch month. There you go. Andy, what are your thoughts on this one? Um, I'm thinking we should maybe change the symbol for the pound symbol is what I'm you thinking. Think so? Yeah, because yeah. it, like it. E, looks like an That's E, looks like an E, looks like an L. Like an e. And as a dumb American, I'm like, oh, man, it's either pounds or euros. I know it's going to be one of those ones. I yeah. think euros is like the C with the line through it. And so I'm going to say this is pounds. Yeah, we should make it look more like a P. Make it, you know what? Make That's it what Master saying. P. Make it Master P's face is what I'm saying. Just I have mean, his we, face right now. Here's to the thing. We say this, but again, as some dumb Americans, the dollar symbols looks nothing like what it should look like either. It's an S with a line. It means like shit. You got money. <laughs> That's what it yeah, means. Shit. God damn, you're balling. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Uh, I mean, I got nothing. I, you know, people are buying video games. Bless. That's cool, man. That's cool. Good for people buying video games. Good for Xbox. Seeing more success out there. PlayStation. I wonder how much of that was based on their scarcity. Um, because yeah. normally PlayStation, normally Sony sells pretty well. So I, I got to wonder how much of that is just people not being able to actually buy the console. And maybe parents saying, shoot, well, how about this $300 console called the Series S? It looks, it's says Series on it. It's got to be just as powerful as the, that other big one. So I don't know, bless. That's all I got. I'm, I'm Googling right now because uh, somebody was like, a C, it's an E, right? Uh, Kevin, if you get a chance, I need to pull up the Euro symbol. The, the Euro? The Euro symbol, e? yeah. 
No, that's not an E. Well, here, no, here's the thing. I, I, it's supposed to be an E, right? Like, symbolically, oh, it's an E. Oh, God. Like, in terms God. of the shape, it is a C. It is a C with a line through it. You can't tell me that's not a no, C I, shape. I mean, that's, that, I mean, it's a C shape, sure, but that it is an E. It, it's an it's E, yes, browser. yes. But when I, when I describe look it as that. a C with lines through it, look at that. You Come on. You know what I mean when I say C, C, what, yeah. C with lines through it. Come yeah. on, guys. We're better than this. We're better on, than this. Jack, all right, Europe. Maybe stop eating beans for breakfast before you come out for breakfast, all right? Fucking beans. Fucking beans for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right, come on. Let's not shit on beans they're, for breakfast. They're really good. They're beans really are great. Beans good. For breakfast? No, no, for breakfast, the sweet beans? I mean, look, I eat this I love, shit all day. Give me a fucking look, spoon and a can, a five-gallon can. I'll wake, work my way to the bottom. I mean, look, un taquito de frijoles, Kevin. Just so, like, mm-hmm. I love that mm-hmm. shit, but I'm not trying to put beans on toast, all right? It, it works, though. Andy, it worked. Like, I can't, like, I grew up eating hot sauce and butter on bread, <laughs> toasted bread. You know what I mean? That's a proving thing. We that's do a ham and That sounds like sounds, a personal choice. That no, sounds no, no, more no, normal to me, thing. though, than eating it's bread so good. with beans. What kind sounds of hot more sauce normal would it? Than me. Yeah. I, it's called a ham It's like a, almost, well, it's got a hint, a hint of really sweetness good. and a little, bit of tang, a little bit of tang. It's good, and it works real well with butter. Oh man! Oh, I might, I might go upstairs and have a piece of toast right now. I heard tang. I thought you meant like it has the orange juice that kicked no, in the no, glass. No, no, no. It is okay. the the a tangy, it's tangy, a tanginess yeah, okay. to it. Yeah, I mean, Andy, I, I I think you're right in terms of like this is. I I think this entire story is due to availability, and I I think the real news story here is the fact that hey, when Xboxes are available. They're still selling out, right? Like a million is a is a is a pretty high number uh, to to reach for the UK, and it could be higher, of course, if availability was was you know more available, right? If the consoles were more available. But the fact that in this last month they have been uh, something that you're you've been able to get if you're in the UK, and they're still out there killing it in numbers, I think is probably the the real news story here. And yeah, all of this like the the breakdown of like yeah, Switch came in first, Xbox came in second. PlayStation game in third here, entirely due to to to, to stock. Um, and people but, still love Mario Kart Eight, man. God damn. Oh yeah, dude. Mario Kart Eight still killing it. Which nope. do you think we're gonna get the a new Mario Kart anytime soon? There've been there've been rumors recently that Nintendo's working on Mario Kart Nine now. I have it on very good authority. Very good authority. Bless mm. 2024. Very good authority. <sighs> that authority, all mine. Just made it up right now. So. I mean, that sounds very accurate. That sounds very accurate. I've Just I've always been I've always been team. There's no way you're getting the next Mario Kart anytime soon. But I think it was Jeff Grubb on Twitter who was like, hey, if, if they put a, out... That guy's a fucking joke, by the way. He's I mean, he is right a now. joke. Hey, I mean, have you seen Games Beat this morning? Oh, 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 you know what I mean? Oh, man. Love you, Jeff. Oh, man. Riding about FCF. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> the, uh, I think the thing he's mentioned on Twitter was that, like, yo, if they put out Mario Kart 9, let's say later this year, for example, they could then put out Mario Kart 9 Deluxe on the next Switch and make so much money by double dipping on Mario Kart 9 twice, right? That'll get you more money than riding out Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for as long as possible. And when you mentioned that, I was like, damn, that is a good point, right? You can do the same strategy that you did with Mario Kart 8. Uh, I think that makes sense. That makes me think that we could see Mario Kart 9 sooner than later. Um, Either way, man, it's still wild to see how well Mario Kart does, even still. Mm -hmm. Let's hop in to story number five. Sony is dealing with PlayStation 5 shortage, is dealing with the PlayStation 5 shortage by making more PS4s. This is Takashi Mochizuki. Hopefully the consumers won't notice. No, the <laughs> bar's so, low, the bar so low that they'll just, he's like, the, fuck it, they'll, they'll buy PS4s. It's not a <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. Uh, this is Takashi NWU at Bloomberg. Sony will continue producing PlayStation 4 consoles throughout 2022 as it navigates disruptions to the global supply chain that have limited output of the PlayStation 5. Sony, whose flagship PS5 console has been in scarce supply since its debut in November 2020, told Assembly Partners late last year that it would continue making its earlier generation machine through this year, according to people familiar with the matter. While Sony never officially announced when it would stop making the PS4, it had previously planned to discontinue assembly at the end of 2021, they said, asking not to be named as the plans are not public. The strategy would add about a million PS4 units this year to help offset some of the pressure on the company's PS5 production, a figure that will be adjusted in response to demand, the people said. The older console used less advanced chips, uh, is simpler to make, and provides a budget-friendly alternative to the PS5. Increasing production orders by adding the cheaper-to-make PS4 would also give Sony more leeway when negotiating with manufacturing partners for a better deal, two of the people said. 
A Sony spokesperson confirmed PS4 production would continue this year and said the company had not planned to, to stop making the console. Quote, it is one of the best-selling consoles ever, and there is always crossover between generations, the company said. So there you go. PS4 Look, is still in vogue. I mean, bless, people are buying the Series S. Why not also sell the PS4? We're such a cross-platform, cross-generation society nowadays. Mm -hmm. Why not? You know, people people will get the cheaper alternative to the PS5 because you could just click the upgrade button and you get the you get the faster software. You get the faster software. Bless. Yeah, they say the Suddenly PS4 upgrades. is the Mario Kart 8 of consoles. Is mm -hmm. What they say. You know, that shit just keep, that keeps on selling. Just but I, this also just makes sense, right? Like the demand is out there. People want hand, their hands on consoles, and for people that are like not able to get a ps5 but might also just not have a ps4 and want to play the latest and greatest playstation games you're still going to get horizon on ps4 you're still going to get god of war ragnarok on ps4 miles morales is available on ps4 right there's still so much there that you can there's so much so much so much bang for your buck that you can still get with a ps4 and you're saving money on it for the folks who maybe went last console generation without a console or had just a switch or had just a, an xbox or just a pc that are now growing an interest because of what the pandemic has done for demand it makes a lot of sense that right now people still want to get their hands on a PS4 and PlayStation would, would continue to make them, even though previously they played not to. Um, I think this all lines up. So, Question you for go. you, Bless. This is just like a uh, out of nowhere thought. Um, I don't know if it's been rumored or not yet, but is Last of Us 1 remake going to be on PS4? Oh, I doubt it. I doubt it. I mean, that... I don't think that's been in reports. They're not, uh, nobody's necessarily leaked that aspect of it. I think all the most we know is that people are saying, people are saying that it's going to come out later this year. I would heavily doubt that it's on PS4. I feel like at really? that point you're def you're double defeating the purpose, right? Like I think when reports first started coming out about it, people were already like, "Why the fuck would you remake the Last of Us? That game is still modern. That game still plays great." I think two constant generations removed, I can see the case of like, dude, what does a Last of Us on PS5 look like? I putting on PS4 would be wild to me. I think the the only thing that makes it make sense is if the goal with the remake is to make it play as much like Last of Us Part Two as possible. And I guess in that case, it's a thing of well, why not, right? That's, like, it's it seems like a no brainer to me to have it on PS4. Like I don't, I don't. I wonder if there was ever a thought to even put it on PS5 only. Like I I, I think this mm -hmm. is going to be a definite cross platform game or cross generation game especially with more reports like what we're reading right now with the HBO show coming out soon. That's a good point. I think they're going to want to double dip and have, you know, you know, not everybody's going to have a PS5 first off. Um, and The Last of Us Part Two ran pretty well on PS4 Pro, so why not, you know, double dip and have uh, more units out in the wild to be able to sell a remake of a really good video game? Um, yeah, That's I don't know. That's a good know. point. I, I, I think that also fits with the point of, like, where we're at with them still selling ps4s and with the ps4 still being a viable console it, i think in a perfect world in a world where demand wasn't so screwed right now i would see less of a reason of doing it in a, in the world that we're at right now i i i, I could see it given that what, what given what we're getting with horizon god of war i think it's the thing of you still want i would imagine this playstation to have the balance of all right here are the games that are cross-platform and here are the games that are exclusive to the platform right in the way that ratchet and uh returnal were ps5 only right Deathloop ps5 only but for some titles we still want to straddle that line because we want to be able to, to uh still get that return on those things last was remake i could see as a game that could you know sell ps5s to some extent because it's the last of us and it's an important title but I, I do think that is a good point of like hey the point of this is to take advantage of the, the hbo show and it is to kind of like continue to push last of us as like a, a, a popular brand and continue to keep it in the minds of the consumer so i guess in that case i could see it either way but for me it's more of like what's the point of putting it on ps4 when like the last was already played so well on ps3 last was remastered is already on ps4 and that game still plays so well it's the thing you can go back to i find it weird optically but you know business wise i can see that i can see the reason i think that's a good point I also just wonder about budgetary sort of stuff. Like, are they going to go full on crazy with, um, because you know the, the Last of Us Part Two looks the way it does because a lot of motion capture and and facial data capture and stuff like that. And can you really replicate that visual fidelity and put it over you know newer models set to those old animation rigs? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, it's my, my mind's going wild. It's going wild right now, Mus. 
Speaking of wild, let's round out this Dropper Report with another story about PlayStation. Story number six, PlayStation has published the PSN top downloads of 2021. Uh, this is Justin Massengill at the PlayStation blog. I'm just pulling their uh, top tens here, right? And so let's start off with PS5 games. For US and Canada, the top 10 PSN downloads for 2021 read like this. At number 10, it's Far Cry 6. Number nine, Resident Evil Village. Number eight, MLB The Show 21. At number seven, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. At number six, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And number five, Battlefield 2042. And number four, Madden NFL 2022. Uh, number three, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. And number two, Call of Duty Vanguard. And at number one, the top download, NBA 2K22. Uh, that okay. is for PS5. Uh, to give PS4 real quick, again, this is for US and Canada. Uh, you're looking at number 10, Mortal Kombat 11. Number 9, MLB The Show 21. Number 8, Red Dead Redemption 2. Number 7, NBA 2K21. Number 6, Madden NFL 22. And number 5, Call of Duty Vanguard. Number 4, NBA 2K22. And number 3, Damn. Minecraft. Yeah, right? And number 2, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. And at number 1, Grand Theft Auto 5. Andy. Do these numbers surprise you? Which uh, were any of these games uh, PS Plus titles? Do we know? That's a really good question. Because uh, I feel like 2K21 mm. at one point was a PS Plus title, and that I was may say be the same. that may be why we're seeing a double dipping of 2K. two NBA games uh, on, on PS4. I'm not sure though. I wonder if there's just a list of like PS Plus games throughout the year. That, I mean, that's the thing I noticed the most, uh, and I think that was a story of a couple days ago, is uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales beating out uh, Black Ops Cold War. Yeah. Um, which is pretty cool and, and, and pretty awesome for uh, the team at Insomniac. Because um, that's not something you necessarily expect to see. Again, this is just downloads. This isn't necessarily purchases overall. But I still think it's pretty damn neat uh, to see a single player game like that doing as well as it is amongst the the higher you know talked about games like the multiplayers that were used with Call of Duty Madden NFL NBA up there Battlefield 2042 at 5 is pretty shocking to me I would not have expected that to be that high yeah yeah I, I think Battlefield is is very impressive I think uh like gta 5 we know is still a sales juggernaut and can will probably always continue to be but seeing it at number one even above black ops cold war um i think it, it is really interesting and i'm sure part of that is the fact that black ops cold war came out in november and so going up against gta 5 it's hard to like uh, uh, uh get those sales over on ps4 specifically um but yeah like spider-man miles morales i think that speaks a lot to one the power of spider-man and the ip of spider-man two how fucking good the spider-man games are uh on playstation like i've been playing the spider-man dlc the city that never sleeps on spider-man remastered really good DLC. it's a good dlc a lot of people i didn't play it originally well i played a little bit of it originally i played like episode one but i i saw that like a lot of people just weren't feeling it and so like i that combined with me just being over spider-man at that point because i was coming off of playing the full game and 100%ing it i was just like cool i don't think i need to play the rest of this going back to it i'm like dude this is this is awesome this is an awesome dlc i think the screwball missions yeah get repetitive and i just stayed away from those i just mainlined the story and the story is pretty good but it was a reminder of like yo this game spider-man is fucking amazing (laughs) uh just from like swinging how swinging feels how combat feels how dope that open world looks especially on the ps5 when you have performance mode and that game looks that smooth incredible incredible game uh and it's inc- it's incredibly popular too like even as i scroll and you know i'm on tiktok all the time as i scroll through tiktok so much of my fyp my for you page uh my my timeline is filled with spider-man game stuff people just posting clips from the spider-man game people posting like them doing tricks that, of them swinging around in the city and shit people post that on tiktok and they get a surprising amount of views and a surprising amount of likes like there's something that Spider-Man has in it. There's that there's that Spider-Man Spider-Man crack that they have in that in that game and that IP that really pushes it and makes it super popular. And so shout out to Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales because yeah, some good games out there. And the fact that uh, Rift the Part is over Call of Duty Black Ops is is pretty impressive for me. Um, now, granted, the PS4 version is very very high up there, and because that's where a lot of their player base is, but it's still really neat to see Rat- Ratchet and Clank at number six. Yes. I, dude, I, 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 Call of Duty is wild because I forgot about Vanguard, right? I forgot. I, yeah. like, I, I, Black Ops Cold War, if you asked me, I would have been like, oh, yeah, that was the last one that came out. I fucking totally forgot about Vanguard. Uh, and, dude, what as somebody who's, like, a little bit more entrenched in that world than me, because you play Warzone and shit, is Vanguard, like, 
are people out there playing it? Like, are what's the conversation around Vanguard? Did it not hit as hard as Black Ops? Is it just us because we're in the media space? Media doesn't really care about Call of Duty as much. I know a lot of the core fla- uh, player base is not super happy with the way that the the changes that have come to Warzone. Um, I, I know. Uh, you're talking about your for you page on TikTok. My for you mm. page is just a lot of people not happy with certain things that happen in the in the battle royale version of Warzone. Um, and yeah, uh, it's definitely not as popular, and it's definitely seen quite a drop in popularity where the biggest streamers are kind of still playing it every once in a while because maybe there's just not a whole lot else to play. Uh, mm. But definitely, some people have dropped off. I dropped off a of Warzone long before Vanguard, though. I just I, I got so kind of soured on the experience, um, and a lot of that was just me getting shit on by people running the same skins and just getting destroyed. It, it just got to like God, I'm just so tired of like sweating this hard and just dying all the time. I'm terrible at this. I don't want to play this anymore. And then I thought this is, this would have been a return, but it just seems like a lot of people aren't super happy with how Raven is treating the multiplayer experience. And mm-hmm. Raven is uh, seems to be continuing to make choices that kind of upset the bigger influencers, with that, which then kind of that opinion will dissipate to a lot of their audiences. So um, you kind of run into that. Well, is this how everybody feels or is this just how the biggest streamers feel? You know, mm-hmm. like that's that always a thing that I'm kind of battling that I, I still don't quite understand because I, I have yet to hop into Caldera, I believe is the name of the uh, the new Warzone map. Gotcha. Well, Andy, I'm interested to see where Call of Duty goes from here. But the next Call of Duty game is just so far away. If I want to know what's coming out to Mom and Grab Shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. I read that off my mind. I didn't even read the fucking hey, sheet. There Woo! you go. Do, 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 Yeah. Out to, that was like leading a, a choir. That was great. That was like a Sister Act 3. In very, a, in very a theater out of, of key. Okay. <laughs> great movie. Great movie. Is that coming out yet? It's coming soon. It's coming soon. I, I can't wait for soon. it. I can't wait for it. You know what I mean? I'm glad someone's excited because I got a lot of shit about it. And it's making me what? warm. No. <laughs> but let's wrap this, this up. I got classic. Fortnite to play. Come on. Come on. All right. I'll wrap this up. Out today, we got Mushroom Wars 2 for PS5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, the Kids We Were for Complete Edition for PC. Monster Hunter Rise for PC. Uh, the McLaren 765 LT is now available in Rocket League. And then Fantasy Star Online 2's New Genesis Winter Event begins today and lasts until February 8th. New Days for you kung fu kickball the team-based sports platform fighter comes out february 10th with full crossplay support for ps5 ps4 xbox series x and s xbox one nintendo switch and pc and then not for broadcast is coming to pc on january 25th remember you can go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong where you write in let us know what we got wrong as you got it wrong so we can correct it for those watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and on podcast services around the globe uh come on guys come on guys bainer sn is in here writing about breaking news fire sprite is making twisted metal trust us all right we got this we got a team that kind of funny all right got i got a it. team that works behind me that keeps me updated on the news you don't have to worry about it all right uh this, you know, somebody's <laughs> you correcting me a team <laughs> that works behind you is really fucking good that's Huge a great team of producers <laughs> yeah we got a team of producers <laughs> recovered all right and y'all ghost bed is riding with her you're wrong from monday show about me saying the world is overpopulated so that's where we're oh shit let's see kebab said that i butchered the quote and that it was miyamoto who said it not iwata i've heard it both ways yeah it's Kebab's. true but i, I also, think what that, you're that, thinking also that that was the joke yeah, this is that's the joke. We butcher it every single time. Is the, yeah. is the thing. Uh, Nano says that actually none of the top sellers on PSN were, went free on PS Plus. So there you go. Uh, I think you're probably thinking of NBA 2K20 because I also remember downloading a a free NBA 2K game. Off Thank PS you, Plus. Nano. Yeah, I actually opened up that list. Uh, game Rant put out a list of all the games that were released throughout the year, and NBA was nowhere to be found. But PGA 2K21 may have been what I was thinking about. Mm. Wait, that was free. Yeah. Oh, man. I wonder that if I redeemed on, that. That was on PS Plus. Hey, Friday, are you playing uh, uh, Everybody's Golf Everybody's with me golf? and Greg? Dude, if you'll have me, I'm down. That sounds like a fun time. I didn't want to. It seems like it's going to be you and Greg, so I didn't want to like step in. Oh, no, 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 I no, think no. it's open to hang out. We, we both of you guys. We're trying, to get, we're trying to get Nick in as well. Because if you did you see that 
photo oh that uh, Greg tweeted out. Kevin, so can you bad. bring that up and look for that? Oh, uh, it might yes, take I a while. Know what you're talking about. Yeah, it might take me a second, and I'm trying to play. As, as you're bringing it up, let know? me all do the next uh, thing, which are tomorrow's hosts. We, we host. can just drop it. I feel like you know. I can I'll bring it up because this is No, no, I'm, I'm working. I was joking. Okay. Obviously, yeah, yeah. I'm working on it, Andy. That's it for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tomorrow's hosts for the show are going to be Greg and Tim. If you're watching this live on Twitch right now after this, it's Gas Station Simulator with Kev, Nick, Uh, and Joey. I think we're just going Fortnite. I think we're just going Fortnite. Oh, is this Fortnite? Okay, it was Fortnite with Kev, Nick, and Joey. Nick's all in all of a sudden. I love it. Oh, that's great. I don't think I've seen Oh, Nick's in the Fortnite, Fortnite. yeah. Yeah, we played during the stream, the 12-hour stream. Damn, that's, that's great. awesome. Oh, man, we fragged out last night, Kevin. We had a night in Fortnite last we night, dude. We had a dude. great time. Switch to Great browser. time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for audio listeners, if you wonder why we're laughing a lot, uh, we back in the day when everybody's Fucking golf came out, out, you know, you open up we were going rec- to find out. We were going to record a uh, party mode for everybody's golf that we never got to, and I created Nick on greg's ps4 i created nick in everybody's golf and i gave him the body of a child and i forgot we did it and greg said yeah i hopped in the game to kind of go like check it out and practice a bit and i forgot that you made nick and he is just kind of in my gallery just hanging out <laughs> no shoes it's the big head that really makes it him looking oh up God. at greg it looks incredible he he looks, so he's looking small. up at greg like he wants to play games on yeah. his phone. wait so why doesn't he have shoes I don't know. I don't know. Okay. All right. Good enough for Mom me. Mom said good it's my turn to use the Xbox. Because the turf is comfortable. The turf is comfortable. <laughs> Mom said it's my turn. It's great. All right. Wrap know, it up. Like, wrap it up. Let's go let's play. Not, let's, let's, go. Not, let's not knock people for not wearing socks. All right? Let's Andy, I'm just saying, in between, in between the post show and Gamescast, maybe come play a couple games with me, me and your, we'll me see. your boys. We'll me and your see. boys. Let's see. We have Roger oh. for a couple games, but only for a couple. Okay. Well, this has been... Kind of Funny Games Daily. We're each and every weekday live right here on twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. We have a Patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. So stick around for that. Otherwise, until next time, game daily. <laughs>